When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And coming up to 18 past two, lovely to have you tuning in wherever that might be uh, around the whole world because you are listening to us on the SEN app, SEN 1170 app. So I hope you enjoyed the show. We'll be here tomorrow from 10 up until 3 again and right throughout the Olympics. This is your alternative uh, programming on SEN 1170 is wall-to-wall Olympics coverage. This is more rugby league, but we will not miss any of the big moments coming to you from Tokyo. Talking of uh, big moments and uh, NRL.com lead, reporter Zach Bailey. He's covered plenty of them and uh, he's been kind enough to uh, take time out of his day to join us on the line. Good afternoon, Zach. Good afternoon, Chris. How are you? Mate, I'm well. It's never a dull day in the world of rugby league and uh, you'll be doing your NRL.com program uh, shortly, I guess, NRL teams and we'll be keeping across that because there there could be um, a few surprises, I'm not quite sure, uh, particularly that Penrith-Melbourne uh, rematch, the grand final rematch. We'll chat about that in a moment. Firstly, though, mate, Roger Tuovasa-Shek, some are saying, you know, how dare you? I mean, uh, but others are saying, well, it's for family reasons. Where do you sit on Roger's departure? And do you think uh, we will ever see him back in the NRL? Oh, great question. Great couple of questions there. Uh, firstly, uh, I must say that uh, of anyone, the Warriors have obviously done it tougher than any other team and club during this COVID pandemic. And Roger himself, he was the only player last year that didn't have any family members over here, his wife and two kids. And mm. he said you know, multiple times through interviews that he said, you know, every day I was, it got to a point where he didn't want to FaceTime his children um, because he was missing key moments, the first steps they take, the first time they say mama, the first time they say dada. So it's been a really tough time for him. For him. Um, the one thing I'll question is that if the Warriors were on the cusp of the eight or if they were in the eight and going to play finals footy, would, Warrior, uh, would Roger Tuovasa-Shek be leaving right now? I don't, I don't think, think so. he would be. No. no. So um, I, I guess with their season done, you know, I can't begrudge him given how long he's he stayed out, but... Uh, for those that are saying that, you know, he's quit on them early, I can also take that point of view as well, given a lot of his other teammates are also sticking it out. Well, and, you know, and what if some others, what if it's like a, a domino effect and others decide to say, well, you know, well, we might, we might go too. And the other thing that doesn't really sit too well with me, if I'm right, so am I right in, in, in saying that he's, he's going to link up now earlier with the All Blacks? That's potentially the case. I think the real fear was that if he didn't get home before this bubble ban, or he had home on Thursday, uh, he'd have to quarantine, which he could, have, he could have done at a later point in the year. But it's basically so he can get home now, doesn't have to quarantine, and so that he can link up um, and start his uh, rugby union adventure in September rather than him potentially being delayed if he stayed here for the rest of the season. So mm. it could have been, it could, I mean, it could happen. And, and even Cameron George, the Warriors CEO, said yesterday that given the current situation in Sydney and Australia regarding COVID, that the Warriors might be based in Australia until December, which is well after their 2021 campaign ends. But I'm sure they'll be allowed at some point, given they are New Zealand residents, they would be organised 
They're able to organise to get them home sooner. Back to your question as to whether mm. Roger will be seen in the NRL again. I really do hope so. His current contract's with rugby. He'll be 30 when that ends. Um, so I how, guess how a lot old of it is he now? Down. What is he? Only 27, is he? 28. 28, yeah. So a lot, of, a lot of it will come down to, I guess, his success in the game. I mean, Benji Marshall went there, and obviously we all know what happened there. Yeah. I'm sure Roger will have a far more successful stint in Rugby Union, but uh, money talks was, doesn't it? So in a couple of years... Yes, and we know what Roger's walks. achieved what he has. Mm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, I exactly. just... It's something, and I'm like you, something just doesn't sit right with me you know with it uh, i i get i get the two sides to the story and as cowboy dan who's in here with me at the moment said to me you know look if cameron george the boss of the warriors has given it his blessing and it's something that roger really wants to do you know what who are we to to criticize it you know what i mean and you know, i get that but uh and you don't want to you don't want an unhappy player in your ranks especially if he's the leader was as well no, like no. he's not going to be there beyond this year so all right boys Let's buy in. Let's speak to, you know, let, let's make decisions about who we can recruit now, who can be the captain. All of those decisions can be made now in the clear air after Roger's departure rather than knowing it's going to come and what are we going to do here. And that, that, that might be the only positive for the Warriors out of this situation. I'm talking to Zach Bailey from NRL.com and you can see all his good work at NRL.com. Um, okay, does it come as any surprise to you, Zach, that Craig Bellamy has extended his stay long-term at Melbourne? Uh, no, given the conversations and reporting of late. But 12 months ago, it shocked me when he said that he won't be coaching beyond this year. I thought, one, why? And two, what a loss to the game. So this is great news uh, not only for Melbourne, it's it's incredible news that he'll be involved in the club in some capacity until 2026. I don't know how the other 15 clubs will feel was, given he is arguably the best coach in the game, given his success with the Storm. Uh, but the interesting part of this deal is it's still up to Craig as to when he decides to not be the head coach of the Melbourne Storm anymore. He will be until the end of next year. That is the only thing we know out of this. Even in his statement today, he said, we'll sit down at the end of each year and we'll chat as to whether he'll be in a, some sort of a coaching role, whether he'll be in a commercial role. I dare say he'll be a director of football down there in a really powerful position. But mm. I think the success of the Melbourne Storm post Cameron Smith, post Billy Slater, post Cooper Cronk has led to this decision. Because the fear was that maybe he won't enjoy it as much without the three, the big three, as they all called, arguably the best three players that club's ever produced. And, um, you know, a couple of immortals even in that conversation. But the likes of Pappenhausen and Munster and even Hughes and those kind of players at the moment, Harry Grant, Brandon Smith, you name them, he just continues to produce these great, talented players. Oh, it's just remarkable. I don't think he's ready. I don't think he's ready to walk away from it just yet. Clearly not. No, it's remarkable what he's done. And you're right. You know, so he, he had all these household names, these legends of the game. You know, future immortals that left, and he's rebuilt the castle. And the castle is is sitting perched high on a hill, um, at the crest, uh, top of the table. They are the premiership, uh, the current premiers. So I guess he wants to see them blossom even further. So why on earth would he leave? And then I guess so he will coach next year and. Then you've got to think, well, who will then take over? Who will then uh, be appointed as the next Melbourne Storm coach? So I guess there's already maybe a conversation happening about that. 
Yeah, potentially. I mean, Jason Rolls, that's that's the big mm. blow for Melbourne looking forward because the talk was that if Craig ever left, then his former assistant coach, uh, Jason Rolls, who knows the system so well, mm. who's worked with a lot of those players, who's worked so closely with Craig, knows all the lessons. Well, one of the biggest signings that's kind of been swept under the rug will be that he'll be in the Roosters' ranks um, for the next couple of years alongside Trent Robinson, which is huge. I mean, mm. we've seen Adam O'Brien go to the Knights. So some of Craig's secrets are slowly getting out through his former staff. Yeah. But uh, a great question. Whoever takes over from Melbourne, a lot of pressure. And uh, But yeah, you'd have, Craig, you'd have Craig there looking over your shoulder. That'd your be corner. handy, wouldn't it, hey? Or in your, short, in your corner, <laughs> rather. The, uh, but I just, you know... Oh yeah, uh, he's just incredible what he's done. You, 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 I just marvels, amazes me what he just keeps churning out these these really good uh, t- and even other players that go there that you know haven't done a whole lot elsewhere. They suddenly um, turn into good players as well. Well, we'll keep a watch on that one then. But uh, good luck to to Craig Bellamy. And uh, they're going to take some stopping this year, that is for sure. This weekend, they're playing Penrith. It's you know, the, the blockbuster that was to be. But um, unfortunately, Penrith will be missing a number of players. And you can go through them. But the latest withdrawal will be Brian Toto, um, who looks to be spending maybe four to six weeks on the sidelines. Yeah, well, this is a really big blow given his performances so far this year. He's been arguably the best winger in the game, definitely in terms of run metres, averages about 250 per game. I had a chat with Jamie Soward yesterday without having any knowledge of this injury, and he said, you know what, if I was the Panthers, I'd be looking to rest Brian in the next couple of weeks, given the the, the workload he gets through. You want him fit and firing in, in a month's time, you know, leading up to the finals. Sadly, he's been sideline for six weeks minimum with a syndesmosis ankle injury so that's a really really big blow for the Panthers Isaiah Yo, we don't know whether he'll be named this afternoon at four o'clock if he is he has to pass all the protocols after that nasty hit Mm. by Tom Flegler last week Tyrone May won't be there Nathan Cleary is not going to be there Mm. it's not going to be the grand final rematch 2.0 Fisher Fisher Harris won't be there either Fisher Harris won't be there um, Appy? Even round three was. Appy mm. won't be there. Yeah, exactly. Um, round three was one of the best games of footy for the year out at uh, Bluebet Stadium. I was out there watching it. Um, Viliami Kikau's effort to hold up Justin Ollum, the final player of the game, was something special. So we're all hoping that would be uh, a similar mm. <laughs> game this weekend or similar atmosphere, but sadly it won't be given the Panthers players missing. But again, if I said... You know, if you say to any Panthers fans or players, oh, if you get towed up by 30 this weekend, but you win the grand final, I know what they'll be taking. I was talking to Jamie Sauer at the weekend, actually, and, and, and we were having that very same conversation. Would it be an opportunity, given that we knew there would be quite a few players already out of the Penrith team, does it then provide an opportunity or at least a discussion, maybe resting a few other players? Um and I still don't know what is going to happen, but it's a little sad that the, the blockbuster might not be the blockbuster, but you can rest assured they'll give it their, their best shot. Do you know, is Tavita Pangai Jr., is he available for selection for this round? I think he no, might. he won't he's, be. He's not, no? I thought my, my understanding, though, it's, uh, it won't be until uh, the, the next Roosters. round, Roosters. Well, that's what I thought too, yeah. Zach. I was reading the same sort of thing. And then I read something last night, a line in one of the reports saying he would be available this weekend. But I think someone might have got their wires crossed. 
Well, don't don't take it as one hundred percent fact. No, but okay. Everything that I've I had heard, uh, and I haven't chased it up. I've been head down in a few other things yeah. this morning. Uh, is that Tavita Pangai Jr. won't be available for the Panthers until uh, their Roosters crash. Mm. All right. Uh, elsewhere, uh, Roosters, you talk about the Roosters, and, and they can't really take a trick. Um, so we know that Joey Manu is going to be gone for the season. We sort of knew that anyway, I think. Uh, Ikevalu, uh, I doubt he'll be able to get back either if he requires surgery on his ankle. Josh Morris will come back in. Who else will they, have they got to maybe fill the outside backs? Well, given there's no Brett Morris, as you said, and it no. wasn't Joey Manu, it's Billy Smith. Oh, so, did say I say Joey? Joey? Sorry. Yeah, no, God, no. Joey Manu <laughs> on my head. Joey I Manu. Thought, geez, you, you, I thought you know, you know a lot more no. about uh, what's happening in the, in the Roosters' ranks than I do at the moment. Uh, it's a great question, given that uh, the Roosters have always been a club that have just play, pulled players from you know anywhere, really. And even your Matic Ibalus and your Billy Smiths, so they've been players on the cusp or in their backs that... You know, we thought, oh, who are these guys? But they always perform when they when they play for the Roosters. Adam Kieran, he's a player that just continues to plug holes really anywhere uh, for the he Roosters. He can play. He can play uh, centres, can't he? He can. He did it for yeah. the Warriors yeah. uh, in his time there. He could. I mean, you, you you could, given you've got a fair few forwards in your ranks there at the Roosters, you could move an Angus Crichton into the centres. He's played plenty of time there. But again, it's that whole debate of, oh, do you weaken one position or two positions to strengthen one? I'm not too sure they'll go there. Uh, but you're right. Uh, you know, they, mm. they, they, it seems crazy to say, but the Roosters are looking a little skinny. Well, he won He won a World Club Championship playing centres, didn't he? Uh, Angus Crichton a he couple did. of years ago from, from memory as well. All right, mate, we'll let you get back because yep. uh, you've got loads of work to do. NRL teams, what time does that go live on NRL.com? 3.55 p.m. And it's not with me. It's with Neve Owens, Brett Camorley and Robbie Farrah today. Well, you've been given a leave pass. Well, I'm on Monday's show now. Neve's taken over Tuesday. Um, so, yeah, can't all do right. it all, was. No, I know. <laughs> you try, don't you? You try. <laughs> Thanks, mate. I appreciate you jumping on the line, Zach. Uh, anytime, mate. Great stuff. Good fella. Zach Bailey from NRL.com. News is next.